Welcome to The Right Perspective. This is your host, Dustin Wright, and I'd like to share with you a story today that happened many years ago. As I was thinking about this devotional I, I wanted to share with you, this story came back to my mind. It's, it's kind of a funny story now that I look back on it, but at the time, it wasn't very funny to me. We bought our first house, my wife and I. We were not married very long, and um, we were pretty close to the neighbor's. There was an easement in between us. We had to do a share, have a shared driveway. And they had guests all the time that did not know how to back up a vehicle. And as a result, they decided to start backing their vehicles into my yard every day. Well, the house we bought, we found out later, did not have the best sealed windows. But that's neither here nor there. And that's really not the point. The point is... I had uninvited guests all the time backing into my yard. Fumes would come through my window and a balmy noise would come and hit our window and almost shake it almost every day or every other day when these guests visited. I mean, let me illustrate to you what it was like. I mean, my wife and I were like, <coughs> I mean, it was, it, was, it was not very comfortable. Now, before you accuse me of being a snob, just realize this, if you had been in my shoes at that time, you would have felt that very same way. So I decided to do something about it. But being the natural person I am, I decided to take a more passive approach to solving the problem. I decided to build a fence. And so I built this fence um, on my property, but it blocked most of my yard. So it would make them harder, make it harder for them to back into my yard. Well, I did not know what kind of project I was getting into. So I started digging the holes. I went to work, started digging the holes. And what I found out, and it should have been a dumb moment for me, is that I was in the foothills of the Oz Arkansas Ozark Mountains. I, I didn't live that very far from the state line of Arkansas. And the soil there was so rocky. It still had had so many rocks in it. And so I started using my postal diggers and it took me two weeks to dig all the holes. And it was like three or four holes that I dug. It wasn't very many, but I was doing it in my spare time and my free time. It took me two weeks to dig all those holes so that I could finally set the posts and then finish building the fence. Two weeks. It was crazy, but the soil was so rocky. And I was cheap, so I didn't, at that time, didn't have a whole lot of money to my name. So I didn't want to rent equipment to do that. Anyways, I built the fence. But the funny thing is, the neighbors still found a way around that fence to back into my yard. And in fact, one time, they tried to turn too sharp, and they hit the post on my carport. Needless to say, that was quite the experience in digging holes and digging deep. Later on in our lives, recently, since we moved to the Carolinas uh, a few years back, I finally found another use for those postal diggers. But this time, it took me only 15 minutes to dig the hole. 15 minutes. What was the difference? Because uh, what was the difference? The type of soil that I had to dig in. Now, just to take a little detour here for a second. This is an example of men. If your wife says, you need to get rid of those tools, you never use them. Hey, 
eventually you might use them. And it might have been years since I used those post hole diggers, <laughs> but I got to use them again. Anyways, it only took me 15 minutes to dig the hole. It was for our mailbox. Um, the people that had the house before, they liked to use a P.O. box. We preferred a mailbox having a physical location, and we had a lot of a Amazon packages delivered to us. And so we wanted to get a mailbox. But the soil in that part of the Carolinas, is, it's called the Sand Hills. And the ground is so soft that I dug a hole 28 inches deep. The first holes I dug in Oklahoma several years before that in that rocky soil, I only, I only could dig it about 18 inches deep. And it was plenty deep enough because the soil around it was so hard, it, it would keep it stable with just a little bit of cement poured in there. But the hole I dug in the Carolinas, it was 28 inches deep. And yes, I could have dug it more. The soil had an effect on how hard, far I needed to dig my hole. Now, for the moral of the story. As a Christian, we live in a world that is fallen and unstable. Living on the surface, surface is not a healthy place to be for your Christian life to stand. You must dig deep in relationship with Christ to be able to hold up against the winds that blow against your soul. See, those posts that I dug in Oklahoma, they had stable, strong soil all around them. But the hole I dug for my mailbox in the Carolinas, it was in unstable soil. As a Christian, if you do not dig deep and keep your relationship with Christ up to date and keep growing in him and keep reading and studying your Bible and, and, and want to be all that God wants you to be and, and get close to Christ, you could be blown down very easy. It's important to dig deep with God. Take out your spiritual postal diggers and start digging deeper. How do I do that? Read the Bible. Read the Word of God. Get closer to Jesus. See, Jesus echoed these sentiments in Luke 6, 47-49. He said, I will show what it's like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching, and then follows it. It is like a person building a house who digs deep, lays the foundation on solid rock. When the flood waters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it is well built. But anyone who hears and doesn't obey is like a person who builds a house right on the ground without a foundation. When the floods sweep down against that house, it will collapse into a heap of ruins. The New Living Translation. Do you notice Someone comes to me, listens to my teaching, and then follows it. If we're going to have a deep life that will stand the test of times, especially times like we're living in now, we have to dig deep in Christ. And when we do that, it will stand. Matthew seven twenty four through 26 is a, another version of the same story. And I want to read this as well in the English Standard Version. It says, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them, hears them and does them, will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it was founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. 
You see, a life that is founded upon Christ and his word can stand the test of time because it is dug deep into solid ground. But a life that stays on the surface when adversity comes will crumble under the pressures of this world. The psalmist gives us this attitude, and we should have it when it comes to desiring after a deep relationship with God. And listen, we should have it while having trouble with the outside influences of this world upon our emotions. Psalms 42, 1 through 11 gives us kind of a, a, a description of a man seeking after God while at the same time his soul is fight, his emotions are fighting against believing that God is there for him, believing that God will take care of him. So he desires more after God so that he his belief in God can override the emotions that are in that are trying to permeate his mind. Let me let me read it to you. Psalms 42, 1 through 11. It says, As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night. Well, they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon from Mount Mazar. Deep calls to deep. At the roar of your waterfalls, all your breakers and your ways have gone over me. He's describing his, uh, his emotions, how there's a fight within his soul, but he, his deep longings of his heart is calling to a deep God that can overflow him. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? See, this is his emotions. He's struggling with it. But he ca called out to God and said, God, my rock, you are my stable place. Why do I go mourning? Because of the oppression of the enemy. As with the deadly wound in my bones, my adversities taught me. Well, they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down on my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God. For I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Are you feeling cast down and in despair because of the outside influences of this world upon your emotions? I encourage you, dig deep and find rest for your soul. Dig deep and find peace for your mind. Dig deep and find the reassurance of the Spirit and the wisdom of God's Word to stand when all around you is sinking sin. Heavenly Father, help us to realize we must dig deep when the area around us is sinking sand. The world we live in today, you can tell it is a fallen place. We are wreaked around the world with pandemic, wreaked around the world with war, turmoil, division, upheavings in governments. The world around us is sinking sand. But God, when we take out our spiritual posto diggers, the word of God, and we begin to read it, our hearts of prayer, and we begin to pray. 
And we dig and we dig and we dig so that we can set ourselves in a stable foundation. God, we will stand when the winds of time, the winds of this earth blow against us. God, we place our trust in you. We place our belief in you. We place our hope in you today. We will hope in God for always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you today. This is your host, Dustin Wright. This is The Right Perspective. I hope you were blessed by this broadcast. Feel free if you were blessed and you would like to support our ministry, you can uh, donate to this podcast right underneath. Just look at the information and you can make a donation or support this podcast. God bless you today.